Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you've never watched a Rams game in your life before and you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores, you don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur. If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for. It's not a car. It's not a bus. Hop on board, you're safe with us. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry and I'm Kevin. Welcome to the bandwagon. Go Rams, go now, come on in, all aboard. So no, no Rams game on Sunday because we had our amazing Thursday, uh, Thursday night Baker Mayfield miracle. Woo! We don't have a. Yes. I was gonna call. It's not the miracle on ice because there was no ice on the field, but it was our <laughs> our miracle on uh, in SoFi. But uh, it's got to be something more creative than that. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could have spent a little more time trying to think of something yeah, before I, you just you know started opening your yapper. That's what I do. I uh, spent but... zero time thinking about it. In fact, so yeah, I definitely could have spent more time for sure. <laughs> But yeah, I, I you know still in the afterglow of uh, the arrival, the but like the re- it's almost like the return of the prodigal son, except he was never here in the first place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Baker Mayfield shows up. Uh, basically, if you listen to the way the uh, analysts talk, he uh, walked into the clubhouse, had a cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, he he flipped through the playbook and he's like, "Yeah, I'm good. Let's go." Yeah, <laughs> put uh, him out there, and uh, yeah, I mean. Obviously, there is a lot of excitement around it. Uh, they've already announced that he will start the final four games of the season. Mm-hmm. So we're just getting kind of all in on Baker here as we finish up. Uh, lots of different reasons for that. Uh, clearly, Stafford is is just not back up to snuff. Uh, John Wolford uh, is still recovering from his injury. But they just feel like this is, uh, you know, at this point in the season, it's like, Let's give the guy a chance to redeem himself and see what the possibilities are. And maybe, maybe, maybe is he the future of yep. of L.A. Rams quarterback with Stafford, you know, maturing and, maturing, um, yes. you know, uh-huh. who knows? I, I, I Who knows? So yeah. um, I, I think there's there's only good for both sides from this because the Rams get a chance to take a look at, uh, you know, is this a is this an answer for us? And Baker Mayfield gets to go out and prove himself. And if it doesn't turn out being the Rams that that ultimately uh, continue with them, he's he's given himself a shot to uh, to be somewhere else. So, uh, I mean, I look, I don't know how the rest of this year is going to turn out. I'm on right now. I'm 100 percent on Team Baker Mayfield because I'm sure. still on that high of, of Thursday. Uh, there's a certain <laughs> like I mean, I hate to overstate it but there's a certain like legendary status to what he did for someone to show up like that i mean we've talked about it already but to show up and and perform like that uh it was so little time and the way all the commentators and everybody was talking about just how 
incredible it is to do something like that. Uh, you know, I don't know how this will play out in the history of of, of Rams history, but, uh, you know, there is a certain, like, the way you described it right now, Larry, of walked into the clubhouse, got a cup of coffee, won the game. You know, that, that, that's, <laughs> right. that's how you tell a story about a legend, right? And so I, I hope that sure. somehow that carries on through through generations in some way. But, uh, but you know, we we can bring ourselves back to the present and it's it's been a rough year for us. And so it was very nice to have something to cheer about, at least for this. Uh, this last week here. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just another event in what has turned out to be a, a very unusual season for the Rams. And 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 you have to kind of look at it now that we are, uh, you know, many games in. You know, early on, we were, you know, really hoping for a resurgence and, and just feeling like, you know, when everybody's back and healthy. But there, there are just so many things that have happened, so many uh, obviously things you can't expect. And especially coming off a championship season, you have high expectations. And you have to wonder what, you know, this season is just going to be looked at as a, as an aberration. And I and I think that, you know, when you try and really dig into it and and do some, some serious analysis of what this season was about, I, I, I think that you can start to find some trends. And, you know, you know to me, that kind of helps things put in in perspective. If you kind of, create an algorithm that you can kind of scientifically say, okay, here's the progression of things. And this is why this happened. So I've actually had some folks who are, are, are really smart in those areas to kind of help me do that and kind of input all this data and start to find some reason that, that this is the kind of season we've had and came up with a couple of theories and, it's fascinating to me, you know, when you really uh, uh, when you when you take emotion out of it and you just go with the pure <laughs> science with the numbers, you know, those things don't lie. Right. Well, people come to us for for the science. I mean, that's what the Welcome to the Bandwagon podcast is known for is the, the, yeah. si the scientific method is what people that's the first term that comes to mind when they think of Welcome to the Bandwagon. So I'm right. all for this. So if you look at it from the perspective of here's one theory, um, mascot versus mascot here's how it starts to play out a ram versus a buffalo oh boy yeah. buffalo's probably going to win that battle right every you know, time the, i mean look rams are powerful have the horns and everything but buffaloes are massive oh yeah and they can get nasty so of course first game of the season ram loses to a buffalo didn't stand a chance ram versus a falcon that's going to be a tough one. Yeah. Falcon's going to claw you up a little bit. Sure. They can fly, but really one-on-one -on -one battle, you you know, clip that wing and dang, they're gone. Yeah. Win over the Atlanta Falcons. Game 3, Arizona Cardinals. Same deal. Sinchi. It's a freaking bird. We're a ram. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take care of business there. That's a win. 49er. Now, Legendarily, 49er essentially is, uh, you know, one of those guys during the gold rush back in the day. They got a shovel and a pickaxe. A pickaxe. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that th that thing hit you right in the center of the head yes. between the horns. That could be a deadly blow. They can also Understandable. use their, they can use their gold to buy more weapons also. Don't forget that. <laughs> and gold is heavy. They could throw a chunk at you, <laughs> yeah. knock you out. Yeah. So there's a loss. Yes. Cowboys. Same thing. Uh, lasso, lasso, horse, mm -hmm. uh, a, potentially a gun, gun or, you know, a pistol or a rifle. Mm -hmm. So loss. Um, Carolina Panthers. Oh, 
Yeah. Okay, that's where the th- that's where this particular theory starts to fall apart. Okay, so look, going good guns, great guns there for a second. That yep. one worked. Sometimes the science, you know, reaches a point where the unexplainable happens. It's an aberration. Sure. So let me move on to a different theory. Okay, 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 okay got All it, right. got it. All right, so we went as far as let, we could with this one. Yes, let's let's not focus on the mascots and let's go with the scientific theory of warm weather versus cold weather cities oh, yes. all right okay i'm in right yeah. at the top yeah. los angeles versus buffalo <laughs> oh well known as a very very rough city during the winter yeah. snowstorms snow drifts uh, i think they're having some right now uh so cold weather beats warm weather in this case okay. buffalo beats la okay. next up atlanta versus mm. la atlanta well known as hot muggy summers there are miserable how people lived there before the advent of air conditioning i have no idea how that city even became a city that's (laughs) nasty we win arizona super warm everybody knows phoenix hot hot hundreds all summer long another win san francisco now you're thinking wait california yeah but whoa, whoa san francisco bay area notoriously foggy what did mark twain say the coldest winter i ever spent was the summer i spent in san francisco yeah there we go lost to cold weather yeah now dallas that sounds like an outlier but no i have lived in texas i know that texas tends to be portrayed as you know a hot dusty place well parts of it are but dallas in the winter you get the sleet you also get tornadoes sometimes you know that they're so severe weather type area Lost to Dallas. Okay. Uh, Carolina again. Carolina's right, wait a minute. Blown no, see, it. This is, this is, uh, all right, all right, all right. Third theory. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So the name of the city starts with either a consonant <laughs> vowel or a consonant consonant. Oh, okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Okay. I'm in. Okay. I'm in with this. Okay. So Buffalo, that is, uh, oh, I threw off my window. Buffalo. B-U. Consonant vowel wow. loss. Okay. Atlanta vowel wow. consonant win. win. Oh, look at that. Uh, Arizona vowel, vowel. Consonant, consonant win. win. San Francisco consonant, consonant. vowel. Loss. Dallas. Consonant. Vowel. Loss. Carolina. Damn it! Oh, Carolina. Why do they exist? All right. You know what? Science sucks. (laughs) Nothing about science is true. Why do we even listen? Obviously, the earth is flat. Obviously, uh, uh, yes. Uh, obviously, none of all of that is bunk. Uh, We clearly staged the moon landing. You know what? To hell with you, science. <laughs> yeah, uh, that did not work out. So I okay, am. Here's here's my. Uh, this is the final result. The this distillation okay. of all those theories. Sure. This this season makes no sense, no sense. at all There's for the LA Rams. <laughs> well, there is no way. It's topsy turvy. Uh, up is down. Dogs are living with cats. It's just not explainable. You've certainly tried to find the logic behind this bizarre season, right? You've, you hear you, how deeply I got into it, the scientific. I, I am the so impressed. The consonant vowel thing is is <laughs> that is right in my wheelhouse, and I was hoping it was going to work out. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But um, you know, like like you said, 
this gives me some peace of mind that even science isn't making this happen. This is just a bizarre uh, state of events for the Rams. And here's what I will say. Carolina Panthers, you ruined this for us on three different scientific method <laughs> processes here. And, yeah, except and you we got to win there. So, it's you know, we can't complain about it. But, yeah, they, 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 they screwed with us there. And we stole your quarterback. You didn't want him. <laughs> we took him. That's what you get for messing with our scientific method here. And and he, he went and blew up the game. There was a, let's see. Well, there was well, I, I loved reading all the tweets about Baker Mayfield, especially from his peers during that game. And there was someone from the Panthers. Uh, there, there was like a whole thread of Panthers fans, kind of like saying, like, that's what you get to the owner of the Panthers. I forget his name, but he's been screwing up the team. And uh, they just and they actually, I think it, they loved that they were you know pour, pouring fuel on the fire of like why this guy needs <laughs> they to had get another that reason yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly so um well science may not explain it and and even even the incredible baker mayfield comeback nobody expected that that was a that was a defiance of logic right yeah, and no, totally um, no one would have have thought that that especially that last drive there was there was nothing about that 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 uh, had any sort of realm of possibility in there. The odds were crazy. You know, those graphs that they have, oh, on, yes. on, you know, as games are ongoing with the kind of, you know, movement back and forth between one team or the other. And, and the entire graph of that was kind of edging up, edging up, edging up, edging up uh -huh. toward the Raiders. And then last line of the entire graph plummets down to the, to the, to Rams. the Rams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with that, it's so funny. Literally with 23 seconds left in the game goes from, you know, negative whatever to 100%. Uh, it was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was great to look at. I am, like I said earlier, I am 100% on Team Baker Mayfield right now. And I, I shared in the last podcast that I, I remember not liking him when he came out of the draft because he was very pompous and arrogant. And and I did a I did a deep dive on Maker, Baker Mayfield to get to learn a little bit more about him. And yeah, when you look at everything, especially post-professional career, uh, you know, his collegiate career, he, he made some bad choices, you know, including, uh, you know, getting arrested and trying to run from the cops when he was drunk and making obscene gestures to other teams' sidelines. And, and there was a lot to not like about him. I've found that within his professional career, I'm, you know, he hasn't been perfect. Nobody has, but he seems to have turned a, turned a corner and, yeah. and it's been very cool to see that. And I had a blast just sort of reading about some different things that Baker Mayfield has done in his professional career. And I, and I understand why he's polarizing, right? But I loved everything about him. So here's what I, I actually created a game for you, Larry, which you're not going to be surprised to hear because this is what I do is create <laughs> games for you to, that, no way for you to know any of these things, but let's hear you. Let's see if you, uh, let's see if you can get any of these right. It's, uh, All right. it's three questions about things that Baker Mayfield has said. In fact, that is the name of the game. Things Baker Mayfield has said. And, <laughs> <laughs> and these are, these are quotes. These were all from his time with the Browns. Right. Um, but I think this is such a tell, just is so telling of his personality and, uh, and you know, we'll, we can see at the end if you're pro Baker Mayfield or or anti, but um, in the in the 2020 season, which obviously was the COVID season, and there were all kinds of the, there were these uh, virtual press conferences. You know, a lot of Baker Mayfield sitting at a laptop answering questions. It was and it was all kind of ridiculous and weird and strange. And Baker chose to have some fun during these interviews. And so what he did is he dropped in a number of direct quotes 
from rappers into these interviews, just casually <laughs> dropped in rap uh, rap lines. They dropped him some of those cool rap lines into, into his interviews. So which of the, I'm going to list four rappers for you. He quoted three of these rappers, but did not quote one of them. So you have to choose which rapper did he not quote. He quoted oh, wow. three of them, one he did not. So okay. your, your choices are DMX, Lil Wayne, Snoop Dogg, and Eminem, of those four, which one did he never drop a direct quote from into an interview? Oh my god! <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know. I, how would I even know that? Uh, you wouldn't. Uh, I don't think. Up, you... in, up until Thursday, I was barely following Baker Mayfield's yeah. career. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, you know, the only thing that struck my ear wrong was Lil Wayne. I, I, I'm not sure how quotable Lil Wayne <laughs> yeah. might be in the long run. Uh, but I'm gonna say that just uh, just so I can find out the freaking answer because I have no I science is failing me on this one as well. We should call this game. Let's just find out the real answer already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is not Lil Wayne. He never what? quoted. He never quoted an Eminem song. And here's oh. what, what what's hilarious is the Lil Wayne <laughs> quote that he dropped was, which took me a second. This line did, but the quote was, "Real G's move in silence like lasagna." Which I was like, okay, that just sounds dumb, but it's because the G in lasagna is silent. The G in that is lasagna so. That is so. Is yeah, he dropped that in. Uh, he dropped in a Snoop Dogg quote. He literally said the the line like an old batch of collard greens when he was. I don't. He was referring to a, a way a player played, and then he dropped in the pretty iconic DMX line. It literally dropped in the whole thing. Stop. Drop. Shut him down. Open up shop. Oh no, that's how Rough Riders roll. That's how he was describing his team on that given day. So. Uh, and to his I mean, credit, DMX, for some reason, seemed the most, uh, everybody should be quoting DMX every day. I, totally, I mean, I totally agree. Well, yeah. this was a, there's a great video out there that I highly encourage everybody to search. Uh, really just search the words, uh, Baker Mayfield, Phil Collins in the air tonight. J just search that. <laughs> Turns out he is a huge fan of this song. It was playing during a, uh, during pregame of a 2020 game against the Bengals when he was on the Browns and he was mic'd up on the field while he was doing his warmups. He was actually mic'd up all game, but he was very much into Phil Collins. So I have four different, four different quotes that he said while he was mic'd up speaking about Phil Collins. And one of them I completely made up. All right. So he said three of these. He did not say one of them. Which of the Phil Collins quotes did he not say? Is it A, Philly Collins up, sorry, Philly Collins in this B word, Philly Collins in this B word. <laughs> Okay. Uh, the All right, he definitely said that. He definitely <laughs> said that. The second one, talking to a teammate, last time, last time they cut it off before the beat dropped. I mean, how can you cut Philly Collins off? Never disrespect <laughs> Phil ever. All right. He definitely said that one too. That's definitely. Me. That's me. You can tell he's a big fan of this guy. See, we got to get Philly Collins a statue out here. All right. And D... <laughs> Not sure on that one. Okay. He, after uh, he asked his teammate to put his hands out toward him and said, put my drums out, put my drums out, followed by air drumming along to the epic <laughs> drum solo of In the Air Tonight. So which of those did he not say or do? Uh, I'm, I'm going with number three, the statue comment. All those other three sound absolutely very Baker Mayfield in his 
in his heyday, in his <laughs> in his uh, pre reclamation project tour. Uh, I'm going to say number three was uh, there was no statue mentioned for Philly Collins. There was no statue for Philly <laughs> Collins. It was very he was so on brand with all of his quotes. It was very hard to make one up. So he yeah he was all about <laughs> Phil Collins. And then there are videos not even from that game, but from other games where they play that and he is just air drumming to get himself pumped up. He he is all about the Phil Collins and it's my favorite. We we hear that song quite a bit, don't we, Larry Morgan? You and I. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I'm hoping that while he's here, he's listening to K-Earth 101 in Los Angeles because uh, he's going he's gonna to get pumped up at least every five to six hours, probably. Yeah, he's going to get all the Philly Collins he can handle for sure. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, I got one more for you. Uh, okay. Uh, I am bringing it back. To, uh, this is what we call bookending here. He also, during this 2020 season, during these ver various interviews, dropped a number of quotes from TV and film characters. He <laughs> subtly no. dropped these in, okay? Which of the following characters did he not include in his quoting, okay? Not include. Not All include. Right. So three of these he did, one of these he did not. Is it A, Derek Zoolander from the movie Zoolander, <laughs> B, Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights, C, Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation, D, Dwight Schrute from The Office. Which one of these did he not quote? Give me those one more time. Those are all very quotable people. Yep. Uh, yeah. De Derek Zoolander. A is Derek Zoolander. B, Ricky right. Bobby of Talladega mm. Nights. C, Ron Swanson, Swanson Park and Rec. Uh -huh. C, uh, D, Dwight Schrute, The Office. Ooh, that's tough. That is tough. All yeah. of those quotable guys. Yeah. Um, I, I, Dwight Schrute, I don't know. I wouldn't hear him. I don't hear him quoting Dwight Schrute. I think the other guys would be his heroes in some weird way. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to say Dwight from The Office. Dwight Schrute is your guess, and you are incorrect. Oh. He did drop in a Dwight Schrute. The one that he did not quote was Derek Zoolander, which I, I'd be very curious oh. to hear which Derek Zoolander quote he would, because I, I guarantee he could find one, because some of yeah. these are just super random. So we'll It sounds like, I don't know, I, would, I wouldn't I would be surprised if he makes a Blue Steel reference somewhere in would, his uh, press conferences, if, if not by, by voice, but by actually mimicking the look totally uh, doing the pose uh that would have counted uh, that would have counted yeah all right uh ricky bobby he was referring to his teammates after a game and and he said quote we're we just we have the mindset of trying to be just a bunch of big hairy american winning machines is important <laughs> uh so so that was his ricky bobby quote his ron swanson one i know you'll love this one he he altered it to be football related. He said, there are only two things I hate more than missing throws. And that is lying and skim milk. And skim milk <laughs> is just water lying about being milk. <laughs> he literally dropped that in an interview. And then um, kind of a classic Dwight Schrute one that he dropped in. He said, whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, then I don't do that. He said that in an interview. I was very impressed with him. And um, I can only hope that we get more of this in his, I, I think maybe he's moved on from this game, but uh, I wouldn't, I would not be disappointed. And by the way, there's a great video that I found all of these from that uh, Rich Eisen does. Uh, I don't remember what host who hosted this video, but it's all about Easter eggs that Baker Mayfield dropped in throughout oh, that fantastic. season. And so if oh, you want to wow. watch it, I highly recommend looking that up because they show him saying it, they drop the quotes. It was, it was very entertaining to watch. I'm liking him more and more. I know he has, as you mentioned, had his issues. I do believe from, from all I've heard is that 
He's uh, definitely been humbled uh, from, you know, both professionally and, and, and probably matured a little bit since there were big expectations on him coming straight out of college and, yeah. uh, you know, being such a high draft pick. And uh, sounds to me like he definitely has uh, evened that out a little bit, but I hope he hasn't lost that element of what you're yeah. talking about yeah. because if he if he at some point gets to play more games at least for the rest of this season i would love to see him uh in press conferences and uh and, and play with the la media a little bit that oh, yeah. would be fantastic so yeah. he's got uh, he's he's tailor-made for uh for hollywood right now well i think about uh, all his progressive commercials and and even if you do watch this video he really nails these lines he really says that he, he says them with a straight face doesn't break character and i think that there's a certain x factor there that that I, again i i admire as as obviously this says nothing about his football skills but um well it makes me wonder if uh if maybe he's not so much auditioning for the opportunity to start in the nfl but is he auditioning to have a sitcom built for for him right (laughs) possibly is did he take this job just so that he could you know tool on over to caa and take some meetings uh (laughs) you know between practices um it's it's very possible that Baker Mayfield, maybe he doesn't have a, a huge future in the NFL. We just don't know. You never know how that's going to go. Yeah. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's up there cracking jokes. Hey, put him in for Mark Sanchez right now. Oh, yeah. I'll be happy. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Let's just make <laughs> Sorry, that. Mark. Put put a mic on him during the game and let him call the game for us. Like, oh, God, that, that would oh that would that's so innovative, Kevin. They, yeah. some, we have to pitch that. We're thinking outside the box now. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, as, as you said earlier, Larry, he is our quarterback for the rest of the year. We, um, you know, we here at the welcome to the bandwagon podcast have a, another episode dropping this week before this Sunday's game, but it will be against the green Bay Packers. So we'll see how Baker Mayfield does in his second game as a Los Angeles Ram. We will uh, be chit chatting about that. I'm sure in our episode this week. Uh, and one minor correction: It's a Monday night game. Thank you. This time, yes. yeah, we've got a, this. Is a nice long stretch to yes. maybe get some folks healthy, and also maybe for Baker to get to chapter two in the playbook and then yeah. get even more plays <laughs> under his belt. Yeah, yeah. Monday the nineteenth. Um, oh no! And going by the weather scenario, we're oh. we're going into Green Bay in the frozen tundra. All right, I for, for, forget it. Science that, means consonant, nothing. Consonant. Science means nothing. <laughs> Science means nothing. Uh, Yeah, we will be back with you uh, post-game on Monday Monday. the 19th, but also another free-form episode coming up. (laughs) You're going to get all kinds of goodness, let me tell you. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We we will be coming prepared with something? (laughs) Yes, as as always, as always. (laughs) All right, so thank you for uh, hopping on this bandwagon. We have been clinging for dear life. Uh, We've had something very exciting to be very happy about yes. as the perennial Pollyannas of podcasting uh, that that faith has paid off with, uh, you know, something to celebrate, uh, especially during this holiday season. It's yes. nice. So uh, we appreciate you being there. Spread it around to your friends, to your fellow Rams fans. If you jumped on or your longtime fans, we appreciate you being there. This is basically what you're going to get. Yeah. Not a lot. I mean, sure, we, we dig into science a little bit, but not a lot of stats, <laughs> not a lot of X's and O's into the uh, fun and culture and uh, 
silliness and goofiness of uh, what these games are and the pure joy of being a Rams fan, no matter how a season is going. And if you're enjoying what you're hearing, uh, well, good on you. Why don't you go ahead and rate us on Apple Podcasts, uh, subscribe so we can stay in your feed twice a week and uh, listen anywhere you get your pods especially uh, right there on the Odyssey app if you want to download that to your smartphone. We thank you for being there. Really appreciate your support. Yeah, thanks for being on board with us. Well-